0: I hope you're having a lovely day. Um, In today's episode, I'm going to be talking to Nelson, who is owner of House 11 Residential with his wife and their property managers. Uh, And it's an interesting one because there's property management, if you've ever experienced it, can be pretty dehumanizing sometimes. And uh, what really drew me to, to Nelson and his wife's business is how they actually do it. So this is going to be an interesting episode um, to listen to and also to remind you that if you're interested in the Financial Fulfillment and 7 Simple Steps program, enrollments are closing tomorrow, the 28th of March. So if you haven't jumped in to have a look now, check out www.financialfulfillmentprogram.com. All right, enjoy this episode. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode and I have Nelson joining me today who has a business with his wife called House 11 Residential. They're, they do property management as, as a specialty and we connected at a, at a um, networking function not long ago and then again at another one and I just I really really liked the ethos of of how they run their business and because property management is such a it can be such a maligned industry and there's some really good property managers out there, but there's probably more who aren't. And unfortunately, that tends to be how we associate the concept of property management, whether you're a landlord or um or a tenant. It's I mean, I know myself when I was a when I was a tenant, I did not have a very nice relationship with a property manager um following a really good one. So it's um, and then I've yeah, so it's it's been it's an interesting mix. So welcome, Nelson.
1: Thank you, Alpha. Thank you for having me and uh, for the opportunity to talking to you and uh, your audience.
0: Oh, lovely. Thanks. Uh, so, how about you give a little bit of a back, back, back about your background and sort of where you're from, how you came to be doing what you're doing, um, and then how you and your wife decided to, to start this business?
1: Yeah, sure. So, originally, I'm from Colombia in South America. I came to Australia when I was 18, back in 1998. <laughs> I um I arrived in Sydney first, and then um, I was supposed to be here only for one year just to learn English. Mm-hmm. But uh, twenty five years later, I'm still here and learning English still. So <laughs> You're uh, doing
0: pretty uh, well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, I was in Sydney. I did a uh, diploma in hospitality. Uh, then I was in hospitality for about ten to twelve years. Then um, I moved to Haru and then. I met my wife and uh, she's originally from Brisbane. And then we decided to move up here 10 10 years ago. And um, then I decided to do property management. So I got my license and uh, got qualified. So I started to look for jobs. I worked for uh, big chains, real estates, like Ray White and things like that. And then um, late 2020, uh, we decided to open our own agency just because I, um, I find that um, there was a lack of customer service in this um, field of work. and our focus is really to serve um, our clients, whether you are a landlord or a tenant or a tradesperson. So that's why we decided to open our own agency.
0: Yeah, and it's um, yeah, and that, and it's. I think that's something that's lacking quite a lot in the industry, uh, but the timing—that's interesting. So end of twenty twenty, obviously, the world is still a little bit on its head at that point. Um, what made you decide to make the break at that point? Because that's that was um, that was intense times.
1: Yeah. So what happened was I was working for a company that uh, they do social housing and they help people um with low income in brisbane so um we decided to open our own business and um, we started with a cleaning business which uh, was a born cleaning business for end of lease uh, mm-hmm. we started that because i needed to get my full license as a principal licensee and that mm-hmm. takes time and then mm-hmm. my wife had to get her license so we started with that and then mid uh, 2020 uh we no hang on between 20 no 2021 sorry we opened it so okay. beginning of 2021 we did the cleaning and then mid 2021 um we established the property management business yeah and
0: how did you find the process of going about starting the business? Was it, you know, did you know what to do? Did you ha- how did you find out how to do that? Because that's, I think there's a lot of people out there who'd like to start businesses, even if they're side hustles to start with, but they don't know how to do it.
1: Yeah, look to start a business, especially in property management or in real estate. Um, it's really tough, mm-hmm. purely because you have to have so many subscriptions um, mm-hmm. in property management. Like, you need your software subscription, you need the REIQ subscription, you need um, a lot of subscriptions to be able to do your job properly. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the shocks that we had. Um, also, to get the license is quite expensive, the full license. Um, but um, look, at the end of the day, it's rewarding for what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew... How to do it because of my experiences with uh, different, different real estates so I had an idea of what we needed to get and what we're in for uh, but regardless it doesn't make it easy if you know what to do or not it's um, especially being independent as well it's, um, it's uh, financially it's really tough and draining and mm-hmm. it's really hard to start your own business yeah
0: yeah and from, um, I suppose, you know, the, I talk a lot about sort of the mindset and the mental side as well. How did you, did, was having each other a help? Did you kind of like lean on each other? Because there's times where you're like, oh, is it worth it? Can I do it? Did any of that kind of come up or any other um, self-doubt, I suppose, as you were going through that process?
1: Um, yes. So self-doubt just because um, the need to go and chase people to, um be able to help them manage the properties mm-hmm. um there was a doubt there because so many agents are there and um yeah they're after this is the same property that you're after there's like 20 agents behind it as well so it's a lot of uh, struggle mm-hmm. uh, but working with my wife and establishing the business has been great uh, we've been you know like you said leaning to each other and she's been learning from from myself property management and uh, i've been learning from her um the admin side and marketing and things like that Mm -hmm. so look it's great i have no regrets to doing this with my wife and we've been doing well uh yeah I, I I know a lot of people are like, oh, you're working with your wife, and you know, but um, no, it's been great. It's been good. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we have our moments, like every but, um, yeah. yeah, no, it's good.
0: So, do you have do you carve out time when you say, okay, we're switching off business, we're not talking about that now. This is just you know us in our relationship. Like, do you have to set boundaries in that way, or how do you, how do you navigate that working with your wife, and then obviously you have family as well, and yeah.
1: Yeah, we do have times like um, during the week, obviously, we do our work and things like that. But comes five o'clock, 5.30, um, we stop and that's it. Yeah. We have dinner together and with our kids and stuff. And on the weekends, if we don't have any inspections on the Saturday, then we just do family activities. We go to the beach, we go to the coast or theme parks. You know, yeah. um, it is important to have that balance in your life. Yeah. Um Because running your own business, you can um, sort of mesh yourself in that mode and leaving your family behind. And when you wake up, like, oh, where are my kids? And they're already gone, married and whatever. So you miss that opportunity to, Mm. um, you know, uh, share your life with them. Yeah yeah,
0: yeah there'll always be more work to do so at some point you've got to go all right enough for today
1: focus yes, on that's that. right.
0: yeah definitely where did the name come from i was always curious when i saw your name first of all house 11 what um what's the significance or what's the history of that
1: um we get this question a lot uh <laughs> so house 11 um first of all 11 is a uh, an angelic number and mm-hmm. um we um sort of got attached to this because first of all we met in twenty eleven. Mm-hmm. Um we see a lot of elevens in our everyday, like 11 mm-hmm. 1-11, Uh so we decided just to call it house eleven, you know, like mm-hmm. um it's a lot of um elevens, a lot of our houses that we left on uh before uh it was somehow the number eleven in there. So yeah, we just decided to go with that.
0: Yeah. No, that's really interesting actually, because yeah there's there's um there's a thought pattern where like the age of 11 is quite significant for a lot of people. There'll have been some um, sort of dramatic or significant event that often will happen to people when they're around the age of 11. I know in my case it did um, and it's quite a, that's not for everybody obviously, but there's this kind of thinking process where that's like oh, 11 is, like you said, it's quite a significant number. Sorry, that's, yeah. that's nice. So when you when you do your work, how how do you, differentiate yourselves? Like, how how is the experience of, of working with a House 11 property management versus another? Like, how does that, how, how do you differentiate yourself?
1: So we do offer a personalised service to all our clients. Um, we treat them with respect and dignity. Uh, we are very transparent with everything that we do. So if you're a landlord, you will know exactly what's happening with your property you know when was the last routine inspection if there is any issues if your tenant is in areas or if your tenant is um, looking after your property really well so you will know everything uh, about your property uh, if you're new to the investment uh, property market then we can guide you uh, with those we suggest things for you, like get uh, tax depreciation um, schedule, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of investors, they don't know that they can get a lot, quite a lot of tax um, mm-hmm. with this schedule. So we advise them of that. Um, we don't treat you just like a number. Uh, mm-hmm. You are uh, a person, first of all, and we like to build on those relationships. If you're a tenant, we treat you the same. You know, you're still you are a human being. Uh, you need somewhere to to stay. Um, some tenants are great; they pay the rent on time. Uh, but some might have uh, a personal issue that came up, and they are tight of uh, money a little bit. So we encourage them if they come into an issue like that or a financial issue that they can. Pay the rent for one or two weeks, or whatever the case might be, to get in contact with us, so we can uh, organize uh, a plan. And mm-hmm. obviously, we'll discuss that with the landlord. But we like to prevent going through um, court to QCAD and things like that because we don't want to damage the rental history as well. You know, yes. so we we work on with both uh, sides of. The property management stuff.
0: Yeah which is really good because it's yeah there's a very us and them kind of mentality that happens with yeah. this landlord versus tenant and it just can mm. it can escalate way too quickly so you you um do you find that you're a good sort of I guess negotiator, persuader, problem solver? Are they kind of skills that you you, you have to use regularly?
1: Yes um I tell people being a property manager is not just being a property manager you need to be a Financial advisor You need to be a counselor. You need to be a psychologist. You need to be sometimes even a doctor. <laughs> so it's uh, it's yeah you you need to have the right personality to be a property manager. Yeah. To deal with um, all the issues and all the situations mm-hmm. that um, um, everyday brings. You know, everyday is different in a property management's life.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a lot of variety then. That would it would uh, it keep you on your toes.
1: Oh, yes, I love
0: yeah <laughs> so do you ever is it ever possible for a tenant to kind of say, say, for instance, a tenant comes across you or a friend of theirs, and they you guys are managing property. Could a tenant ever like approach you and go, "Oh, you know, I'd love to introduce you to the landlord um and mm-hmm. potentially does it ever happen that way?
1: sometimes, yes, it does. Um so the last property that we've got, the last management, it was actually referred by um. By a tenant, mm-hmm. which is good. So, normally we do encourage people to refer uh, their friends and family to us, um, mm-hmm. not only because we do have a rewards program, but uh, because we really want to help people out. Um, mm-hmm. We want to make them feel valued and um, we want to build on those uh, relationships uh, that we form over the years. So, um, yeah, so. Look, um, sometimes with the tenants, um, we like to give a little bit to them as well as a recognition or as a thank you. Um, some instances, we give them like a $100 credit on their rent mm-hmm. um, or we give them like a a voucher or for Woolies or Coals or something like that. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, we, we do work with um, both sides, so landlords and tenants, yeah. And so you never know, a tenant a tenant might become a landlord down the track. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um that's why we need to treat everybody, you know, respectfully.
0: Yeah. And that's that's quite a um an interesting perspective because I don't see many property agents um or property managers who look at it like that. They just see what's mm. the here and now. Um and yeah, because yeah. that's this is what life should really be about is building networks and being able to kind of surround yourself with people that you like to work with rather than those who just happen to be there at that given moment. So it's, Mm. yeah, so it's nice, nice to see that you do that. Um, Have you noticed over, because obviously the last year in particular has been quite challenging in terms of like interest rate rises and, you know, financial pressures with inflation and all of that. Have you noticed a change in, um, I don't know, behavior or um, how, thing, how, how, how you've seen things in the property market? What's your perspective on that?
1: Yeah, so obviously it has changed um, since pretty much COVID arrived. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now with the interest rates and the shortage of uh, rentals available, It is a struggle for people renting out there because Mm -hmm. there's a lot of competition for them Um, so say for instance um, we do have an open for inspection this afternoon and we've got over 30 people registered Mm -hmm. and the thing is that people are applying for properties but they are offering more money wow uh and that makes it tougher for people with lower uh income mm. right so yes the market is tough um the stock is not there so there's not a lot of rentals and the reason another reason for it is because people from victoria and New south wales and even from south australia are migrating to queensland mm-hmm. um, so a lot of the rentals are going to that as well mm-hmm. um, and obviously with the landlords um with the um, rental increases, uh, sorry, the rates increases, mm-hmm. uh, obviously they want to increase their rent as well. So, mm-hmm. look, um, I always uh, suggest to our landlords to, yes, have an increase, but to be reasonable, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you have a really good tenant and you want to keep that tenant uh, in place because they look after your property. So you don't yeah. want to go and turn around and increase the rent for $300 just because you can, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, yes, we increase rents like we have to do because we are working for the landlord. Mm-hmm. So we increase rents, but within reason, you know, so, yeah. yeah.
0: So if somebody's, um, I suppose, from two different perspectives, I'll ask the, the first question from the landlord's perspective. So say they've they've got 30 applications to rent their mm-hmm. property. Um, what do you look for when you're going through that? Because it's obviously, you know, people who are offering more money and, yep, there's that. But is there is there another set of criteria that you kind of look at as well to make sure that you get the right tenant? Because you might end up with a tenant who's offering more money, but they could be demanding all sorts of things and create Problems, and mm-hmm. then they don't pay, and you know, there's, there's all sorts of things. I know you can't predict that kind of stuff, but um, with your kind of knowledge and history, what you've seen, how, how do you assess thirty different applications for one property?
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's a tough process, but we do a thorough process. So we begin to, um, when we meet the people on site to when they come for a viewing we have a feel of them we mm-hmm. you know you always have a feel of people when you meet them in person
0: yeah.
1: um, and when the application comes through we check for rental history if mm-hmm. uh, the rental history is good uh, we talk to the property manager that they put on the application we ask for uh, tenant ledger and we go through the ledger make sure that they haven't missed a payment or um, all the rent's been paying fine in on, on time. We also do an um, employment reference
0: mm-hmm.
1: as well. Uh, we make sure that, obviously, they've got some income to be able to cover the rent and the living expenses. Mm-hmm. And, and apart from that, look, it's um, sometimes it's just a gut feeling mm-hmm. as well yeah uh, because like you say people say, oh, I'll give you fifty dollars or a hundred dollars extra, but why are you giving us or why are you offering that much money? Mm-hmm. Um, is it because you have a bad rental history or there's been issues um in your last tenancies or you know, so that's why we' like to meet people in person at the opens for inspections to have mm-hmm. a feel of them. Yeah. So, yeah, the application process is a thorough one and we do check everything. Oh, we also check um, if they're not listed um, in a national database, if they're not mm-hmm. blacklisted. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So do you ever get people who apply site unseen? You know, they, they might just have sort of a proxy or somebody who comes and does the application for them and they're still interstate or overseas even. Do you ever get that sort of situation?
1: Yeah. Nowadays, is um, more often than not. Okay. Um, yeah, like, um, like the property we're showing this afternoon, we've got like 10 applications already, and five of them are from interstate.
0: Okay. How do you assess that when you can't physically sort of meet them? Do you try and do like a Zoom call? Or, I know I'm just delving, I'm just, del- I'm just I'm really curious in the human aspect yes. of how this works.
1: Yes, uh, we always try to get them to look at the property mm-hmm. if they can because they're over interstate. Um, yes, we do a FaceTime call or a Zoom call or mm-hmm. a video call uh, just for them to have the chance to have a look at the property and um, yeah, mm-hmm. for us to get to meet them somehow digitally. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we do offer that. Some agencies offer... Uh, Virtual tour, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's it's um it's a difficult one because say if we approve someone from interstate, uh, um, they send the property through a call, they might say, "Well, this this is not what was shown to me, mm-hmm. or this wasn't included." So, it's always better for us if they physically inspect the property.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so say someone's coming as an inspector, like they, they want they're looking for a place to live. Um, and I often see in our local area, there's, there's a, there's a Facebook page for, for the Bayside. And there's often people going, "I oh, urgently need somewhere to live um, applying for a property against like 29 other people. What, um what can, th- what things can people put on their application to make them look more appealing to someone like yourself?
1: Look, um, I always tell everybody to have a good rental history. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, always try to pay your rent on time because that's one of the first things we as property managers look, yeah. uh, make sure uh, you have a good relationship with your property manager mm-hmm. because um, they're the ones who are giving the references for you yeah. and obviously have um have your your job and be stable in your job, as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, m- look, uh, the rental side to pay the rent on time is probably the biggest one for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, that's being able to pay things on time is yeah, that's big for everybody, yeah. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and so- obviously, have your all your documents ready, like your photo ID, uh, you know uh rental references uh employment reference make sure you tell these people that they may get a call from X real estate because yeah. you're applying for a property so make them aware as well
0: yeah must be difficult for then somebody who doesn't have a rental history um say for instance they've you know they've been living in a house they've owned for so long and now because of interest rates they have to sell and now they have got to look for someone to rent they don't have a rental history do you encounter that
1: yes so uh, obviously um we do work with them as well um mm-hmm. recently we list a property for someone that was going through divorce mm-hmm. um obviously this person didn't have a rental history but mm-hmm. obviously we can prove that um they own the property they put on the application then obviously we can put that forward too so yeah, yeah we don't say oh because you don't have a rental history we don't go with you so
0: yeah yeah and they're obviously still paying a mortgage so
1: (laughs) now they're to
0: paying rent yeah 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 Yeah. so what's from from for your business with uh, you and your wife like what's the are you plan will this be how you continue to operate or do you have any plans that you're happy to share about what's happening in the future
1: so obviously we want to grow uh, um, much more
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, the goal is to employ some staff to look after properties and you know property managers and mm-hmm. business development managers. I'm probably down the track um, branch down to Sydney mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, introduce sales later down the track.
0: Yeah And what um, is it all of Brisbane that you you service or are there particular areas only?
1: No, we service Brisbane White uh, because we're independent. We don't. We are not um, trapped to one area, yeah, uh, like any franchise. So yep. yeah, we do service Brisbane White.
0: Yeah. Okay, lovely. Well, thank you very much for that. So hopefully hopefully, listeners got some insights into the property management market if you're considering um, investing in property um, or if you're already investing in property and you're not happy with the property manager you have right now, or even if you're finding yourself in a position where you're going to need to rent um, and you're looking to try and find um, a property and could even possibly suggest um house 11 residential to a new landlord f- potentially as well so hopefully everyone's found that interesting and yes thank you so much nelson for coming in and sharing your insights i appreciate it
1: thank you very much for the opportunity and uh, thank you to all the listeners
0: thanks everyone enjoy the rest of your day